and welcome to another edition of the Scout Team Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at FBall Game Plan. And also be sure to check out and subscribe to Football Game Plan Podcast on iTunes. And if you listen to it on SoundCloud, you can also subscribe there as well. SoundCloud.com slash FBGP Podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating on both. And to check out all of our NFL draft content online, be sure to check out and subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located at youtube.com slash football game plan keeping with our 2019 nfl draft prospect interviews today we're joined by fordham's cornerback or defensive back dylan maven dylan i appreciate you taking time no problem glad that glad to be here well i said cornerback and then i sort of said defensive back because i think you can play any position back there in the secondary and i know it takes a unique skill set to play multiple spots in the secondary you know, you have the boundary, you have the field corner, you have a slot corner, you have, you know, uh, you know, you could call it slot safety, free safety, strong safety. But I, I envision you being somebody playing out there on a perimeter. Where do you see yourself best suited to play? And also, what unique skill set do you need to play the cornerback position at, at, at all three spots? Um, personally, I see myself as a lockdown boundary corner. Uh, I've been doing that since my sophomore year in college. But like you said, I could I'm versatile. I can play anywhere. Um in high school I've played safety, so I've been in the box, I've been in the slot, I've been free, I've been strong, like I've been pretty much anywhere. So I feel like the my ability to adapt lets me play any of those positions, which can help the team out any way that it needs me to. Well, you talk about playing the boundary side and that means you're locked up nine times out of ten against the team's ex receiver. So and you have little room for error out there because you don't have much field to work with. What's the, the mindset that goes into being able to be that boundary corner as you make the step forward to the NFL? Um, basically, I'm one of my uh, DB coaches always told me you're going to be on an island when you're the boundary corner because a lot of the times you're going to be a man regardless of whatever the defense is playing. So you got to lock into your own game. And whether that's in press, being physical, being off, being patient, you know, whatever you got to do, you just got to lock into what you're doing. Film study comes into play as well because you look at a lot of these guys and how, especially now, I look at it now, I'm a, I'm a little bit older than you. I'm 37 years old. <laughs> and so guys used to release off the line of scrimmage back in the day, you know, the same way. But now you got all kind of new releases these guys have and, and guys are getting a little bit more nuanced at, at their position. How has that force you to change how you approach uh, what they do on offense? It definitely uh, requires film study, and that's definitely crucial because some of these receivers, you know, they come in all shapes and sizes now. So you got you got your six foot four receiver that can bull rush off the line or be physical, and then you also got your five nine, five ten receivers that are speedy and quick. So it really just depends on who you're facing, and um, that, that's really all. It, it depends on who you're facing. One thing I like about your game by studying your film was how patient you are. You you see a lot of cornerbacks nowadays. <laughs> Uh, panic, especially when the ball is in the air. But you seem calm. You seem like you trust your skill set. You seem like you're you just understand where you are on the field. Is that something that you had to develop, or is that something that's just innate in you? Because you don't only see guys at that position in this day and age of the the passing game be so patient in their approach. Oh, I definitely had to develop it. When I was younger, I was trying to jump the gun every time and go for the home run here and there and peak and all that, but. Like I said, once I got to college, you know, my DB coaches were real sound and strict and about being patient and not trying to do more than you need to. Well, speaking of that development, you got to Fordham and 
I know how hard it is to get on the field as a true freshman. You were able to do that in route to you starting your sophomore season and becoming a three-year starter. How has Fordham been integral into in your development and what went into that summer going from high school to college and what adjustments you had to make to where you really put yourself in position to get on the field early as a freshman? Um, Fordham definitely helped me develop a lot. Um, in high school, I was very underdeveloped. I was like 165, so I was light. Never really played corner before. So that first summer was like very crucial. And back then we had um, Joe Moorhead, who's now at Mississippi State. Um, he always believed that he was going to play. He always said he would play the best players regardless of class. So going into it, I knew I had a chance to start at some point. I just had to be ready for when my name would be called. You look at the position here, if if I was to scout my own position, which was the running back position, I, I know what to look for and how I would kind of piece together a guy's game and say, okay, yeah, this guy can do X, Y, Z. If you're putting your scouting hat on and looking at the position, the cornerback position, what are you looking for uh, for someone out there on the, on the perimeter? Um, to, to, to scout someone on the perimeter, they definitely need to be able to play man-to-man. Um, I know different teams have different schemes, but I would definitely want my corner to be – Fluent man to man, um, gotta have uh, clean breaks, you know, because receivers are gonna try to hit you with double moves and triple moves these days. So, gotta be uh, fluent in all your breaks. And third of all, they just need to have a good mentality because you know, corners they could play a perfect game and then they get beat on one play and it's like they had a bad game. So they just gotta have a good mentality uh, going into each play. How much, how much working with? the receivers have you done uh in, at in college and and how much let's say if you have does that help you out as far as understanding route concepts and what an offense is trying to do to attack you because i think you're in a unique situation coming from that joe moorhead offense then to uh, coach briner's offense and now the joe collins offense you saw a lot of different things and fordham's offense was always known to be one of those those type of offenses that a lot of strain on the defense, but you got to see it each and every day. So how has, you know, working with your receivers and also just as you grew within your position, understanding what receivers are trying to do to you because you've spent so much time working with your own guys? Oh, for me, I'll probably say the biggest thing that was like pre-snap um, reading because I know uh, in previous years our offense has been big on that. And just in practice, you know, the coaches are always asking the receivers, like, what's the DB giving you? Like, what's the safety giving you? Like, one high, two high, things like that. So that really just taught me how to disguise. My coverage is different. So I just I couldn't give them the upper advantage before the ball was even snapped. People always say, man, you know, anytime you talk to Emory, it's going to be size is not a skill. <laughs> He's going to talk about ball skills. And and to me, I, I may say a, a phrase and just assume that everybody understands what I'm talking about. So when I say ball skills, people automatically go to interceptions. Yeah, that's part of it. But you also have to be around the ball, and you are always around the ball. And it may not show up in interceptions because, one, teams would probably shy away from throwing to your side of the field. And, two, you do a great job of just batting the ball down. And it still it serves the same purpose, especially if it's third down. So how did you develop ball skills? Because, again, it goes back to your patience because a lot of times you see defensive backs, especially is my pet peeve when I'm – either watching the game or broadcasting the game, if the DB does not turn his head around, I get so frustrated. <laughs> but how are you able to develop ball skills, and where did that come from? Um, it really came from once I got to Fordham. Um, my coach, Daryl Perkins, who's now UConn, um, 
just every day in practice, we would do different ball drills, whether that be in phase, out of phase. And he just always was big on preparing us for what to do when the ball was come, regardless of where we're at. So it, he really instilled that in me. And I know there probably definitely were some situations where I could have came down with the ball, but just to get it uh, deflected in some way, you know, that was good for me. I'm telling you right now, if you're a defensive back and I watch your film and, and you don't turn around, I'm putting your tape <laughs> in the trash. I don't want to show my, I don't show my team. But one, one other thing that you do well that is going to be huge, um, that's underrated, is your special teams play. Uh, I always say this, if you're returning – you know, punts, you're quick. If you're returning kicks, you're fast. You return kicks. Obviously, you have breakaway speed. How important was special teams to you and, and how crucial is that for you as you move forward as you know in becoming a pro player? Um, it was definitely crucial for me, especially in the beginning, because, you know, when you're younger, sometimes special teams is the only way you can get on the field. So that definitely developed the dog mentality. And just even as far as when I was a senior, um, because I know if I make it to the league, when I make it to the league, I'm going to have to be on special teams. Not That might not even just be like returning kicks. That could be as a gunner, a blocker, anything like that. So knowing what to do on special teams and executing, it really, uh, I think, is setting me up for that next level. And it's hard for a guy that's a starter to to really, I don't want to say humble yourself, but to really understand, you know, I'm on special teams too and take pride in it because a lot of times starters tend to think, oh, I'm too above playing special teams, but you embraced that role. Why was that? You said why was that? Yeah. Um, definitely it was whatever was good for the team. You know, sometimes you're not going to want to play a certain position. Sometimes you are going to want to play a certain position. But at the end of the day, whatever is better for the team, that's always what I'm willing to do. Fordham obviously is a school of, of high academics. And, you know, the fact that you just don't go there and and play football, you also have to handle your business in the classroom. But with that said, football is probably the biggest and best classroom uh, in this country. And it teaches you a lot of life skills. What would you say is the biggest lesson you learned from playing football? Biggest lesson I learned from football definitely would be uh, battling adversity. You know, football is – it basically is adversity. There's you're, there's never going to be a perfect game. There's never going to be a perfect practice. There's never going to be a perfect season. You know, there's always going to be some type of adversity. And it really just depends on how you react to it and how you move on from it and how you learn from it. And football definitely has taught me that in a lot of ways. Now, you think you would have got that life lesson eventually, or did football help expedite that process for you? I definitely would have. But, I mean, football taught me that early you know I, I see some people just realizing that now three four years into college and I mean I had that lesson since I was young since I was little yeah football taught me instantly like man life is not fair like you and yeah you better make sure you are ready for when you get that opportunity to so that way you don't have to get ready you know so yeah, football is just one of those those unique games man and you have your pro day coming up um I'm going to be there going to be excited to see you guys get out there and work out in front of scouts where were you training prior to this pro day? Uh, I trained at Grossetti Performance in Western Pennsylvania. Okay, so you went out there in in Siberia and got got, <laughs> got good rocky work out there, punching meat and everything. Accurate. That is 100% accurate. <laughs> if someone if someone wasn't familiar with your game, man, and want to, and if you had to pinpoint one game to say, okay, this game here encompasses everything that I bring to the table as a as a player, as a prospect, as a person. What game would that be and why? 
Um, let me think. Probably my junior year against uh, Lehigh. You know, they had two really, really good receivers in uh, Troy Pelletier and uh, Gallon Casey. And just going into that uh, week, you know, it was just high stakes. And people were like, oh, like, these are the two best receivers in the league, like all Americans, all this stuff. And there was, and my coaches basically said, you know, we believe in you. We're not going to really change the game plan. You know, we're still going man to man. You're covering him. You're covering whoever. So I think that game really helped me solidify my man to man skills, and it really gave me confidence in playing man too as well. Yeah, and I do a lot of Georgetown games, and so I've seen a lot of you over the course of your time there. And I know Georgetown has a receiver that we're going to be probably talking about next year. Um, Big guy out there on on the, on the side, Darius. You know, so mm. watch you match wits with him is another element of your game. You physical, you can run, uh, you got good ball skills. You bring a lot of good skills to the table, man. And I'm excited to see how this thing will play out for you. I definitely feel as though you got NFL game, and and look forward to seeing you on the next level. Where can people follow you on Twitter or on on social media as you make this trek toward the league? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dylan underscore tweets. Follow me on Instagram, Dylan underscore Maven. Now, I like how you kept it simple, man, because, again, I'm of the era where when we were in college, the Internet was still sort of new. Right. So and Hotmail just came out and all these other. So we had to create these email addresses. <laughs> and lo and behold, we had some of the worst email addresses. So I'm glad we didn't have social media at the time. You know, when we we're in college because it would have been a whole football team would have got kicked out, out of school. So oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't envy you guys. I'm glad it's y'all and not us. So, you know, I'm glad you oh, kept man. it simple on social media, man. But Dylan, man, it's been fun. Um, looking forward to seeing you get out there and compete. And we wish you the best of luck moving forward. Appreciate that. Thanks for having me.